Scouting out of the blue corner. He gives you your football meat and potatoes style and is the undisputed king of detailed player analysis. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Steve the Hey guys, this is Steve the Scout. I am the voice of the Pro Football Scouting Podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 14th, and I don't know if I've ever been this excited to bring you an episode before, and I know I'm always excited, but I'm really stoked about this one because, uh, yes, you know, I'm always trying to use creative thinking for the show, but I really I really enjoyed the way I got to use the creative thinking today. Uh, I put on my GM hat and created what I call the 2019 NFL Fantasy Redraft. I'll give you all the rules on it in a second, but essentially it is an entire redraft of, of the NFL, um, and we're going on the draft order that teams have in the, in the 2019 NFL draft. So that is today's show. Never done anything like it before. Uh, so I am excited to give that to you. And momentarily, uh, I will go over the rules of that so you understand exactly head to toe how it works. One thing that I encourage you to do is maybe stop, maybe pause right now, get a pen and paper, get something to um, take notes with or use your computer. And as I announce the team, before I announce it, and I'll give you some. Ch- I'll give you a chance to think about it. Think about who you would draft at that point in time uh, in the in this fantasy draft. Uh, if you want to send me a copy of your fantasy draft as we go along and say, "Hey, Steve, here here's who I'm picking for these teams," definitely send them my way. That email is Steve the Scout eighty one at gmail uh, Couple couple quick announcements. Um, advertising. So we are now uh, having advertisers on the show. Uh, we have SeatGeek as well as Pay Junction that are signed up to be advertisers with us in the future. If you do, if you do love this podcast, I encourage you go to the Apple iTunes Store, get an Apple ID, give it, give us a rating, tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Also, Facebook and Twitter, gr- uh, great way to reach out to us. Always posting uh, relevant content on there. And above anything else, we're really excited about the website project that we have, which is pigskinnut.com. Uh, I believe that is really going to be the future of this brand. Uh, the Pro Football Scouting Podcast is something that kind of that kind of got everything going and something that's going to continue to be big. But I'm really excited about pigskinnut.com. Uh, website is about halfway done right now, and we have uh, hundreds of volunteer writers that we're going to be working with uh, that are going to be submitting content for all the NFL teams, all the college football conferences, and fantasy football, uh, we're well structured. We're organized. We have a good way to do this. If you want to be considered, send us a two to four paragraph article to Steve the Scout eighty one at gmail.com. We'll get back to you within twenty four to seventy two hours with our feedback. And last thing, excited to announce that the Pro Football Scouting Podcast is now six days a week. We started out typically being a two day a week show. Uh, really, the first month or so was it was a bit. First couple months, it was a bit sporadic. Uh, then we went to two times a week, then three times a week. And the reason why I'm going six times a week is I want to give you content more frequently, but I also want to make it more digestible. So for the most part, you're going to see the stuff is shorter. I know I've said I'd, I'd make episodes shorter a few times, and I've still had some ones that have gone long. Really, you know, uh, the, sh- the shows that are on Friday and the show that's on Sunday – 
where it's covering more of the NFL. Um, you know, those ones will be a little longer. Really, the game preview show on Friday is going to be the long one of the week. Uh, this, you know, this weekend for the Sunday show, recapped everything uh, a lot quicker. So uh, my goal is to make everything pack a punch, but also give you give you content frequently. So uh, let's talk. Let's talk about let's talk about the rules of this of this NFL fantasy redraft. Number one, again, everyone in the NFL is is is, is a free agent. So uh, everyone's a, everyone's a free agent. No one's on any team at this point, and we're going by the draft order. That's that's in 2019. Now, here's the one caveat, because if you're truly doing uh, an, NFL, an NFL redraft, um, more than pro- probably half the round, I mean, I haven't thought about it, what that number would be, but maybe half the round would be would be quarterbacks. So I made my rule as this, is I'm the acting GM of every team going in order, and I am only allowed to select five quarterbacks in the first round. I'm thinking about doing a second round next week, don't know if I will yet. But five quarterbacks around that way to make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, and again, you know, the things that I'm looking at here is uh, I'm looking at, you know, the player right now and going forward. Uh, their 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 performance on the field, do I think that performance uh, can sustain itself? Uh, what's their health history like? And more importantly, uh, what, what do I think their, um, you know, what do I think about their health going forward? Um, so someone like Tom Brady and Drew Brees, who are still at the top of their game, uh, these these guys are not going to go in the top five because you really are in this in this particular draft because it's a draft you are you are looking for younger players and you're looking for them at at impact positions. So so I'm the acting GM of every team. I'm going to give you a chance before I before I go into it before I uh, tell you who I picked uh, to think about who it is that you might want to pick with that first pick. So remember, everyone's a free agent. Only only five quarterbacks can be selected going on the 2019 draft order. Uh, before I jump into that, uh, let me just give you a little bit of background on the teams that do have multiple picks. So uh, the Chicago the Chicago Bears are teams that don't have picks. Uh, the Chicago Bears do not have a first round pick. They traded it to Oakland. Uh, now Dallas also does not have a first round pick because if you remember, not just the other week, Dallas trade Dallas got Amari Cooper in a trade. They also gave up a first-round pick for that, and New Orleans sent a first-round selection uh, to Green Bay, uh, in tra- you know, in exchange for some other draft picks. So, so again, you know, Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans, those teams do not have a first-round draft pick. So, five five quarterbacks on the board. Every player in the NFL is a free agent. The first team on the clock is the Oakland Raiders. So, I'm going to let you pause it for a second, maybe think about if you want to. Who you know? Who you'd select number one if you were the Oakland Raiders in this new fan in this 2019 fantasy draft? All right. So, the player that I would select for for Oakland, if I if I was the GM of Oakland selecting first overall, I would take Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the the re the reason why is um, when you want to when you line up, when you want to look at arm strength, he's re, he's really got the strongest arm of any quarterback in the NFL, but that's not the main reason because there's a lot of guys with strong arms. Josh Allen has one of the strongest throwing arms in the NFL. But uh, when when you watch Patrick Mahomes on the field, I mean, the tape doesn't lie. I don't need to go into what makes what makes him a good player, but I think when you want to take into consideration age, natural ability, and proof of what they can do on the field and how much how much of a difference maker they can be, he should be, in my opinion, he should be the first overall pick in this draft. He, if I was the GM of Oakland and I was drafting first overall, I would t- I would take Patrick Mahomes. Now, second are the San Francisco 49ers. 
So think about, you want to pause it for a second, who you might draft now that Patrick Mahomes is off the board. For San Francisco, this may not be the most popular pick uh, because he has had an an injury history. Uh, But I believe when you want to look at uh, young quarterbacks in in the NFL, you know, the guys that have been playing, you know, six years or less uh, or or five years or less, whatever it is, uh, I would put Andrew Luck number two. I really would. you got to remember way before he way before he was injured, um, he you know a couple years he was one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Took took Indianapolis to an AFC Championship game. Uh, since he's come back this year, uh, all he's really had for the for the most part this year has has been a better offensive line. But uh, his his receiving core, um, you know, it's not it's not one of the better ones in the league. He hasn't had a running game throughout the year, but still he's one of the the top most productive quarterbacks in the NFL. Despite all that. Uh, I, I think going forward, you keep Andrew Luck upright. Uh, those injury, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna have uh, the, in, the the issues with injury that he has. And I just believe uh, that Patrick Mahomes and Andrew Luck to me are, are the two top young quarterbacks in the NFL. So third drafting are the New York Giants. Three quarterbacks I can still pick from, and uh, I'll tell you who who I would draft at this point for the New York Giants. I would I would draft Carson Wentz. Similar, you know, similar type player to Andrew Luck in, in, in a lot of ways. Um, re- really, you know, really he's a guy that, uh, you know, reminded me, yeah, just just so much of Andrew Luck coming into the league. But he, he has a little bit of Patrick Mahomes and a little bit of Andrew Luck in him. Uh, again, this is not going to be the most detailed scouting show. So if you're expecting me to really break down players to the nth degree, not what I'm going to do so much in this show. You guys know I do that all the time. But here I'm just going to focus on, uh, the players that I think, and I think when you look at Carson Wentz, the proof on the field that he's that he that he's given, um, you know, look, he's a, he had an ACL injury, but look, Tom Brady had an ACL injury. Plenty of plenty of good quarterbacks have ACL injuries, and it's never an issue again for the for the rest of their career. You look at Deshaun Watson, um, he's you know look look at him moving around this year. So so he is he is who I would take uh, third overall. He he was going to be the league MVP last year. Uh, and a lot of people still say the best young quarterback in the NFL. Number four, I'm still taking a quarterback. If I, if I am the Arizona Cardinals, um, I am drafting Jared Goff. Now, I think some people might be thinking that Jared Goff has done especially well because of Sean McVay and why I think it's fair to give Sean McVay credit. Uh, I got to say Jared Goff is, is about the most accurate quarterback I've watched in uh, in in the NFL this year, and may, maybe one of the three or four best at finding the soft spot uh, in zone defenses. I mean, just 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 exceptional at that. Um, you know, if if you know if you're to ask me, he's one he's one of the best already at re- at reading the field. Uh, you know, yes, he's definitely been aided by, sh- by by Sean McVay, but there's no there's no question about it. Jared Goff is one of the best quarterbacks uh, in in the NFL. Uh, forget the fact that he has Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks. That he's got a great head coach. Uh, watching the tape of this young quarterback, he's one of the best in the league. And if I was the Cardinals, based on his age, I would take him fourth overall. So first four quarterbacks. I went with Oakland taking Mahomes, Niners taking Luck, the Giants taking Wentz, and and the Cardinals taking taking Jared Goff. Um, and actually, uh, I realized I did screw something up. I did put six quarterbacks on this list. So we'll we'll roll with the punches here. There will be two more quarterbacks uh, that that I'll give. Before the show, I was kind of debating between five and six. So I I think I said six. They went back to five. Maybe put six on here. So it's fine. We'll give you we'll give you six quarterbacks. So 
Uh, the New York Jets are drafting fifth overall. If you want to pause it for a second, think about uh, you can, there's, there's only two quarterbacks left that you can draft. You got to look at age. You got you got to look at um, impact position, impact player. Who are you drafting if you're the Jets sitting at number five with all four of those guys being off the board? I will tell you, I would draft. I would draft Aaron Donald. To me, he is the best player in the NFL on either side of the football. He is he is the most dominant player in the league at any position in the last few years. Um, and and if you're going to ask me in terms of players that disrupt games, I've watched I've watched every single Rams game this year, pretty much from from start to end. And uh, there's there's a few teams each year that I watch every single one of their games from beginning to end. Uh, and then most of the teams I'm going to watch a lot of film cutups. But I've actually watched every single Rams game to see what are the things that they're doing well. And I'll tell you, uh, this year and last year, he's the most disruptive player in the NFL. If I'm the Jets, I'm taking him fifth overall. He changes he changes your team that much, even from the interior three-technique position. Bills on the board at number six, Buffalo Bills. Uh, who would you draft? Pause it for a second if you want. But if I'm, if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I'm taking my fifth quarterback right now. And, that, and that's Russell Wilson, because he's still a relatively young quarterback. Uh, as he gets older, and let's just say he's you know can't scramble as well, you want to make him just a pocket passer? Just as a pocket passer, he's still, he's still one of the best in the NFL. I think a lot of, uh, you're not seeing uh, a whole, you don't see him make a whole lot of, a lot of you know, big throws down the field. He's, he's certainly got a hell of an arm, but you know, it, you don't think of Russell Wilson as the kind of guy that just dominates and lights things up like a Patrick Mahomes or a Carson Wentz has done. But really, Russell Wilson, when you look at it, he doesn't have nearly the supporting cast that some of these other guys do. I mean, you put Russell Wilson in, in Kansas City, uh, you you put him you put him in Los Angeles, uh, you know you put you put him in in New Orleans. He's he's gonna be, he's he's gonna have much bigger numbers there. So when I examine Russell Wilson's play, um, he's he's one of the clean cleanest quarterbacks to watch in the NFL. Uh, a pocket first passer that only that only only that, that is a very calculated runner. So to me, that's my fifth quarterback at the Bills. I'm taking Russell Wilson sixth overall. Number seven are the Detroit Lions. Detroit, I'm taking I'm taking Todd Gurley. He's the best running back in the NFL. Uh, what he does so well, I said I wouldn't scout, but of course I got to a little bit. Is there's there's no one there's no one that does these things as well as him. There's no one that has as decisive vision and and get and gets through the first level as fast as he does. Uh, so to me, just uh, you know, and 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 is and is and is hardest to bring down, uh, really, you know, on the on that first level. So you look at all those things. Todd Gurley's a difference maker. Not only that. You, you look at NFL teams right now, you look at the Rams, you look at the Saints, you look at the Chiefs. Most NFL teams that, that are succeeding right now, Steelers too, um, James Conner's having a hell of a year, big, big running backs. I'm starting to think that you really do need a good running back to really win in this league consistently. Um, even look at the Eagles last year, they, they had Jay Jive, you know, enough said there. Eighth, the Broncos are selecting eighth overall next year's draft. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna pick my last quarterback here. And despite the fact that he's injured, I've seen enough of him on tape last year, and and, and I've seen uh, enough of him on his college tape that I am I have been sold on him for quite some time. And I think he's gonna come back from his injury next year, and he's gonna be fine. And that is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo. I believe when you, when you examine on the film, he's one, he's one of the best. He's one of the best. You know, top ten. You know. 
definitely top 12 quarterbacks in the league. And considering how many teams have fran- have franchise quarterbacks, how young he is, I think you could even make a case, you know, when, when you just evaluate him on tape, forget everything else, look at him last year, really a top 10 quarterback. So, so, so that is who I would take for the Broncos eighth overall. For Jacksonville, uh, I, I'm, they're drafting ninth overall. If you want to pause it for a second, you can do so now. Uh, Jacksonville, I'm taking Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's the most talent. He's the most talented, gifted running back in the NFL. Uh, what makes Todd Gurley still a better running back is the thing I talked about: is is the decisiveness and how good he is with his vision and getting getting through really that that first and second level. Uh, Saquon Barkley does a good job of that, uh, but not as good not as good as Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is more decisive with his vision. Uh, you know where you see him getting a lot more of those six, seven, eight yard chunk plays uh, than than Saquon does. Tenth overall, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm drafting another running back. I'm taking Zeke Elliott. Uh, you ask me behind those two, he's the third. He's the third best running back in the NFL. You could easily make the case that Zeke is number two because he's proven a lot more than Saquon. Uh, I'm just going by age and time they have left, and and uh, you know what I think that they're going to be capable of going forward. The Browns are selecting eleventh overall. I'm going to take my first wide receiver. I'm taking Odell Beckham Jr. because when you look at, yeah, he had a little bit of injury history there. Um, but you know, he's, he's come back, he's come back strong this year. And, uh, when you want to look at age and talent, I don't know if there's anyone that beats him right now in terms of age and talent at the wide receiver position, the Colts, tw- the Colts are 12th overall. I'm taking, I'm taking miles Garrett. When you want to, when you want to look at a young promising defensive end, uh, to me, he's, he, he's the top prospect in this draft. He's, he's good enough where he can be one of the best defensive ends in NFL history. Um, he, he, he does so much, not just rushing the passer. He's, in, he's, incre- he's incredible against the run, a good, a good team guy, and someone who is just getting better very rapidly, one of the best players at any position in the NFL. Uh, I take him 12th overall, making him actually the first edge rusher that's off the board. Now, 13, the Raiders ha- have another draft pick. Uh, the Raiders selected Patrick Mahomes first overall. I'm taking Tyreek Hill. I'll tell you why. Uh, I don't think I'm not going to say Tyreek Hill is the second best wide receiver in the NFL, but when you want to look at age and you want to look at working with Patrick Mahomes, there's a lot of proof there, and those two are really the perfect combination for each other because there because there's no one that can sling the ball downfield the way I've seen Patrick Mahomes do. Not Matthew Stafford, not Aaron Rodgers. I haven't seen I don't I haven't seen anyone with his kind of arm strength right now. Yes, all those guys can still throw bombs. They can still throw it probably, you know, 65, 70 yards. But I don't know anyone who throws the ball downfield as fast as he does, um, you know, right now and just just really has the pure arm strength. So when you look at Tyreek Hill, having that kind of speed, they've been a perfect combination in Kansas City. I want to keep that going and replicate what's already working. Number 13, the Raiders, I'm drafting Tyreek Hill, wide receiver, who currently plays on the Chiefs. Seattle's drafting 14th. I'm now taking my, my second edge rusher. It's it's Khalil Mack. Uh, he, Khalil Mack. When you look at his age and not 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 only not only just his production, uh, but the fact that he's he's seemingly getting a turnover every single game throughout his career. He's consistently gotten a lot of strip sacks, caused fumbles. Uh, he is he is the best outside linebacker in the NFL, I believe, against the run. He can drop back in coverage, rush the passer. He is he is one of the one of the very few players in the NFL, and I think there's maybe five, you know five or six of them where you know it can really just destroy you for, for a whole day. And now you know the, the, we've probably seen more players, more than five or six, 
that can ruin a game plan, but I'm talking about guys that really do it on a consistent basis. Uh, 15, the Atlanta Falcons are picking, and I'm going with a running back again. I believe that uh, you look at the way teams are performing right now in the NFL, they mostly, for the most part, have dominant running games this year. I'm going with, I'm going with Alvin Kamara. Uh, he, he has proven to be one of the best out of the backfield in the NFL, one of the best receivers in the NFL, and I think the best receiver uh, at, make, at making in-route and last-second adjustments uh, you know, to adjust to the ball that's thrown his way. So uh, I love Alvin Kamara. He's number 15 for Atlanta. 16, I'm taking my third pass rusher. I'm taking Von Miller, just a hair behind, just a hair behind Khalil Mack. Look, Von Miller, he'll strip sack you too. Uh, but I, I, I believe Von Miller, um, you know, it has the quicker first step. But I believe Khalil Mack, just as an overall football player, when you want to look at every aspect of his game, just, just might, just might be a tiny hair better, but it is really close though. Uh, Seventeen, uh, the the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I'm taking the first defensive back, and that is, and that is Jalen Ramsey. Sorry if I haven't been uh, pausing as much. Um, you guys can just, I'll remember to pause, but you guys can pause as you go along. So Jalen Ramsey is number seventeen. Let's go back to giving you some time. The Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins picking at eighteen. Who would, who would you pick if you were, if you were the GM? Uh, if I'm if I'm the Dolphins, uh, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Le'Veon Bell. He hasn't played this year. He's he's got fresh legs. I talked about needing a running back to win, and he's still one of the he's still one of the best in the NFL. I put him a hair behind Alvin Kamara because Alvin Kamara is younger, uh, more explosive, and he's gonna be probably better for, for longer at this point. Uh, Packers pick, picking at picking at number nineteen. Uh, if you want to pause it for a second, go ahead and do so now. But if I'm the Packers, I'm picking Julio Jones. Uh, he's been, you know, production-wise, he's 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 the first receiver in the NFL this year to get over a thousand receiving yards. He's having, statistically speaking, he has more yards than any receiver in the NFL does right now. And uh, although although you can make the argument that maybe Antonio Brown is still the best receiver in the game, um, Julio Julio with his size and strength and everything else that he that he that he brings to the table. Um, also, also, I really do believe Julio Jones is the ultimate team guy if you've read about him. So I think with just his size, the fact that production wise, he is still, um, you know, maybe the best receiver in the game, you know, him and Antonio Brown, uh, Odell Beckham's in that conversation. So are some other guys, but I would take him at number 19, number 20. I would take, I would take another wide receiver. If you want to pause it now and think about who the Tennessee Titans would take based, based on the fact that we have all these players you know that are that are off the board. Uh, the, if I'm the Tennessee Titans, I'm drafting Michael Thomas, the wide receiver uh, who currently plays in New Orleans. It's second year in the league. He's been he's been healthy. Uh, and and when I want to look at j- just pure receiving skill, he's top three in the NFL this year. Uh, torched a very good cornerback last week for over 200 yards, and he's just been so consistent since coming in. And not only that, I think he's going to continue to get better be, because. Uh, you know, Drew Brees is a guy that I, I'm sure we all know. We've heard he has a great work ethic, but I've heard him on many occasions, and and, I, and when I say many, like three or four, to be honest, talk about the work ethic of Michael Thomas. So, uh, you know, you you look you look at his route running ability, everything um, everything he's done production wise, mostly mostly just you, you look at his play in the field. He is he is an advanced receiver for a second for a second year guy in the league. He would be who I draft for Tennessee at number twenty. Number 21, I'm taking another wide receiver. Uh, 21, Cincinnati, if you want to pause it, Bengals. Um, Bengals, I'm taking Antonio Brown. Um, 
you know, two pick two picks ahead of Julio. Um, a little bit of a smaller receiver, but still, you can make the case that he's one of the best in the NFL. But he he's not he's not as young as a Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely unfair to say Michael Thomas is a better wide receiver than Antonio Brown, but he's he's been in the league a lot less. You know, I think this is Antonio Brown's seventh year. I want to say seventh or eighth year. I'm not not quite sure, but Michael Thomas, this is his second year. That's why I rank him that way. Moving on, moving on to Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota drafting at 22. If you want to pause it for a second, go ahead and do so now. But at 22, Minnesota, I'm taking left left tackle David Bakateri, uh, and I'm not sure if I if I'm saying his his name right. Uh, unfortunately, you know I've uh, he's been one he's been one of the players that I've been asked to study at the scouting academy, but I still can't pronounce his last name right. But David Bakateri, hopefully I'm saying that right. He's the left tackle uh, of the of the Green Bay Packers uh, last year. You know, arguably the best left tackle in the NFL. Um, you know, you look at him this year; it's really been the same thing. You look at you look at him. Um, you know, one thing that I do look at is I do look at um, how mistake free offensive linemen are in Pro Football Focus. I think Pro Football Focus. It's not the end all be all, but it definitely gives you some value. Um, I looked at the competition that that he went against. Looked looked at um, you know his you know um, his production in in, ter- in terms of just how how few mistakes he made. Uh, you know, and you look at look at how important that left tackle position is. I believe he's the best in the NFL right now. That's who I would take. Uh, twenty two if I'm Minnesota. Uh, twenty three Houston Texans. If you want to pause it for a second, uh, I am going to take drum roll please another running back for Houston number twenty three. I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking Melvin Gordon, best physique in the NFL. Not that not that that means anything about why you should draft him here. What kind of football player he is, but he is one. He is he is jacked, but also you you want to you want to look at an explosive guy out of the backfield that can receive and do it all. He's been one of the most consistent backs in the NFL for a few years right now. He's in the prime of his career, and he's in the prime of his career, and probably still probably still getting better. Uh, he was in the same draft class as Todd Gurley, so still relatively young. He's in his prime right now, and again another example of a of a running back. Who's making his team better? Look at the Chargers this season. Twenty fourth for the for the for the Redskins. The Redskins pick twenty fourth. You want to pause it? You can. But twenty fourth, I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins uh, over over the last five years, uh, you know, one one easily one of the five best wide receivers uh, in the NFL. Uh, and you, you know, I think I think he goes a little bit unnoticed. Uh, not that he's unnoticed, but he doesn't get. Quite the attention that he should, because you have you have Antonio Brown and Julio Jones and Odell Beckham. But let me just tell you this: he's, he's he is on the same level with 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 all with all of those guys. His game his game is different. You know, if you've heard me scout him in the past, he he does a lot of things that that th- that those guys don't do as well as him. So you can't you can't really say that you know Antonio Brown's better than better than Deon- than DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones. You know, really, you know, I believe, I believe, you know, at that level, um, you know, I would say right now, Julio Jones, um, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Antonio Brown, those are the four best in the game, but it's really hard to say which one's better because they all do different things. It's really what you like best, if that makes sense. 25th, the Raiders pick again. So, uh, so far they've drafted the Chiefs. The Chiefs are now the Raiders essentially. So they have Patrick Mahomes. They have they have Tyreek Hill, and if you want to pause it here, you can do so now. Uh, but but and and maybe I just kind of gave it away there. But I'm drafting Kareem Hunt here. Uh, 
I'm I'm replicate I'm replicating what I know is working already. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt out of out of the backfield and as a receiver is is about as deadly as you see in the NFL. Uh, I did a show about the and I did a little more breakdown there uh, where I actually you know talked about really what what gives them these qualities. But when you look at the most electric players in the game, and definitely encourage you to go back to listen to the 15 most electric players in the NFL, Kareem Kareem Hunt is one of them. Uh, another guy that adds a lot of versatility on that Kansas City offense. I'm replicating what works. I'm bringing the Chiefs and now making them the Raiders. 26th, the Panthers are selecting. And this one might be a surprise for you. But I am drafting rookie edge rusher Bradley Chubb. I've seen enough tape the past few weeks to know that. Uh, and look, I, I saw I saw enough t- I saw enough tape in college um, where where I knew that there was just no question he was going to make an impact pretty quickly in the league. Uh, but still, you always got to see exactly what they're doing on the field when they get to the NFL. Uh, but to me, you know, you, you look at him from just watching his tape. I believe within a year or two, he's going to be one of the best pass rushers in this league. He is special, uh, and uh, considering edge rusher, it's such a premium position. You want to be able to affect the pass game. You want a guy that's young. You want a guy that has energy that can fit into any system. Bradley Chubb is that guy. 27th, uh, the Patriots are, are, are selecting. And I'm selecting who I believe fundamentally is the best cornerback in the NFL, and that's A.J. Boye from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, J- Jalen Ramsey got all the attention, but I think when you want to look at just um, – just you know, technically sound fundamentals. Who's the best? I think I think I think it's AJ Boye. Twenty eighth, the Chargers. Uh, if you want to pause it for a second, you can. But the Chargers for them, if I'm their GM, I am drafting Luke Keegley. The reason why he's still the best middle linebacker in the NFL, and even as he gets older and maybe loses loses a step, uh, what he does is he is the quarterback of a defense. Uh, and he makes that entire defensive unit better. Don't get it fooled. The, one of the reasons that the Panthers are so good is what Luke Keighley does for them before the snap. Uh, I think I think even in this fantasy redraft, given his age, he's uh, and he's he's not old, but I'm saying you know he's he's not as young as some of these guys. Uh, he's still a guy that belongs in in this first round. Bobby Wagner certainly can make a case for that as well, but Luke Kigley is just so instinctual. Not that Bobby Wagner isn't. Uh, I think I think you take him, and he's still the best middle linebacker. Uh, still the best, still the best middle linebacker in the NFL today. 29th overall, that pick belongs to the Steelers. You want to pause it? You certainly can right now. But I am taking another middle linebacker, a guy I just talked about, Bobby Bobby Wagner. Uh, when you want to talk about best middle linebackers in the NFL over the past several years, it's been Wagner, Keegley, then 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 everyone else. Uh, I still believe when you want to look at a sideline to sideline tackling middle linebacker, um, I, I I I still believe that he's the best in the game. Luke Keegley's right there. I mean, you could really say either one of them, but uh, I do believe Bobby Wagner is overall overall the better athlete right now. But I do think Luke Keegley's intelligence. Uh, not to say Bobby Wagner is not smart because he's very instinctual, but Luke Keeley is just such a difference maker. I took him right before. 30th overall, the Packers pick again. So so if I am the Packers GM picking at 30, I'm taking the most or one of the most versatile secondary players in the NFL, and he's also a rookie, and I think quickly becoming one of the best safeties in the NFL 
and that and that is that is Derwin James. I said before the NFL draft that uh, I thought he was the most versatile player in the draft. He he can he can he is he is a safety who who is a traditional uh, in the in the box safety who can drop back in coverage, who can line up at quarterback, who can blitz off the edge, um, sideline to sideline speed, and a very willing physical tackler. Really really does it all. He is that much of a difference maker. He's only in his rookie year. He's going to get better. He be- he belongs in, in this first round, even being in his rookie year uh, and being a safety. 31st overall belongs to the Rams. And if you want to pause it, you can. But uh, look, you need, you need edge rushers in the NFL. This guy, um, as consistently as anyone in the NFL, is always getting to the quarterback every, every single year. And he's not one of the most talked about names, but, you know, he's he's a guy like DeMarcus Ware, just quietly goes about getting, you know, 13, 14, 15 sacks every year. Chandler Jones is the guy I would take based on the guys who are off the board already. Can't draft any more quarterbacks, haven't been able to do so since Jimmy Garoppolo. So Chandler Jones is who I take 31st. And again, the Ch- and then again, the Chiefs are picking, um, or actually, no, I'm sorry, this is the Chiefs' first pick, excuse me. So 32nd overall. Uh, I am I am taking a younger pass rusher who ha- who has a bit of an injury bug right now, but based on what I saw his rookie year, and he did have some give me sacks, but I think Joey Bosa, his future is going to be one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. So uh, I try to make it shorter. Did my did my best. Hopefully, most of them will be shorter. This one's a little bit of a special episode, so cut me some slack on it. Uh, again, just kind of going over all the picks here. First, Oakland Patrick Mahomes, Niners Andrew Luck. Giants, Carson Wentz, Cardinals, Jared Goff, Jets, Aaron Donald, Bills, Russell Wilson, Lions, Todd Gurley, Broncos, Jimmy G, Jacksonville, Saquon, Tampa Bay, Zeke Elliott, the Browns taking OBJ, the Colts taking Miles Garrett, the Raiders taking Tariq Hill, the compliment Patrick Mahomes, the Seahawks taking Khalil Mack, Falcons taking Alvin Kamara, Eagles taking Von Miller, Ravens taking Jalen Ramsey. Dolphins taking Lavian Bell. Julio Jones goes to the Packers. Mike Thomas goes to the Titans. Antonio Brown goes to the Bengals. Then we have David Bakatari going to the Vikings, left tackle at number 22. Uh, then we have Melvin Gordon going to the Texans. Uh, we have DeAndre Hopkins going to the Redskins. Uh, Kareem Hunt goes to the Raiders. Bradley Chubb uh, goes to the Panthers. A.J. Boye goes to the Pats. Luke Keatley goes to the Chargers. Um... Bobby Wagner goes to the Steelers. Derwin James goes to the Packers. Chandler Jones goes to the Rams. And Joey Bosa goes to the Chiefs. And that is the rule with six quarterbacks I was picking. So again, uh, you know, send send me your list. You want to send me your list? Uh, say, hey, here's here's my fantasy redraft. I'll let you use six quarterbacks. Let me know what you think. You want to give me some feedback on mine. That's totally cool. This is an interactive platform. Always want it to be that way. If you like this, Give me, give, me, give me some love in the iTunes store. This is Steve the Scout with the Pro Football Scouting Podcast, signing off.